Welcome to Coffee with the Doc, hosted by Dr. Glenn Schaefer, a practicing chiropractor for over 35 years in Southwest Florida and creator of Basic Essentials Wellness. Six basic time-tested principles that when applied to your life can result in remarkable changes. Coffee with the Doc is designed to inform you, motivate you, and encourage you along your wellness journey. Health and wellness is a choice. Thanks for joining us today. Here's Dr. Schaefer. Welcome to Coffee with the Doc, where we uh, talk about wellness and uh, what are some steps along the way. Uh, our corporate sponsor is uh, always Barista Coffee. Uh, you can find them at baristacoffeeusa.com, uh, roasted right here in the state of Florida. 100% Colombian coffee. That's all we drink around here in San Carlos Chiropractic. Uh, barista Coffee. Love that stuff. But anyway, uh, you know, uh, it's it's probably time, uh, and I don't know when you might be listening to this particular podcast, but we're recording it and we're kind of halfway through the year. Imagine that. Uh, we're, we're halfway through the year. We're, we're cruising through the summer. And before we know it, we'll be in the holidays again. Well, uh, January is, is in the rearview mirror. And that's uh, when a lot of people start thinking about their health and and gee, I, I'm going to do things different for 2022. So now that we are halfway through 2022, uh, maybe it's time for that uh, six-month uh, wellness checkup. Uh, how are you doing? Uh, you maybe wanted to make some changes at the beginning of the year, and it's that time uh, now to figure out, are you are you doing pretty good on those changes, or have some of them gone by the wayside? What are some things that you should probably look at when it when it comes to your health, what are some things that you should focus on? What type of plan of action should you have or some questions that uh, that come up? But really, what I try to explain to my patients is your, your health is an investment. Very often I see these uh, young bucks that come in and, and they're in their 30s and they're already having a multitude of physical issues because of how they've been treating their body. And I try to get them, look, hey, this is the only one of these things that you're going to get. and It's got to last a lifetime, meaning their body, like many of their tools, they take better care of sometimes than they do their own body. And yet they can replace a tool, but they can't replace their body. And they got to grasp that concept. Well, about 15 years ago, I came up with really some six wellness objectives on how do we take care of our, ourselves. And it's a lot more involved than probably most people think about. Uh, we think of wellness, uh, you know, just kind of being in shape and having, a, you know, the, the, the white, right weight and, and that type of thing. But it's, it's a lot more than that. Really, uh, the researchers will tell us that, you know, genetics play a part in our overall health and wellness. Maybe 25% of our well-being from a physical and, and probably emotional standpoint is built into our genetics. But that leaves basically three quarters or 75% of our overall well-being that is our lifestyle, things that we are in control of. So when I came up with these six wellness objectives, uh, six areas to focus on uh, going back uh, a number of years, uh, they're based on that lifestyle, lifestyle changes, those six principles uh, to be redundant. If you've listened to many of our podcasts, we, we usually talk about them in some degree, but proper, proper functional activity is number one, proper nutrition, number two, proper uh, rest, number three. And here's a, here's one that's, that's 
really large that people tend to ignore, proper mental, emotional, spiritual well-being. Uh, number five is proper structure, which nobody understands uh, uh, until they kind of get the basics. And we're going to go over these one by one in just a minute. And number six is toxins, eliminating toxins in your life, in your lifestyle. And there's going to be some things that jump up there uh, that you're kind of surprised with. But let's just say, for example, that you've been in to see your your family uh, practice uh, doctor, your primary care doctor, your PCP, and and they've done the, uh, some lab work and, and some of that stuff in your lab work, uh, you know, didn't look so great. Maybe your, your blood pressure is a little elevated or from that lab work, maybe your cholesterol is up some or your triglycerides, you know, aren't in, in, in balance. Maybe your blood sugar's off a little bit. And uh, when you step on that scale at the doctor's office and, and you see the weight that they write down, you're going, gee, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's not too great. Um, but what are some of these things that we should look at if you really have a complete uh, blood work? Uh, you know, sometimes there are some cancer markers that jump up that might indicate you, you've got something going on there. These are some of the different things that, that can come up on that kind of checkup that you go to your doctor and they, they check all of these things, your cardio, cardiopulmonary um, uh, level fitness, your your how's your heart, your, how's your circulatory system doing or other important things that, that can be determined from some testing. But you get this checkup and, and what now? And that's what we're going to talk about. How, what approach should you take if you really want to be concerned about your overall health and wellness? Your health is an investment. It's not an expense. It's worth it. Uh, so many people I see later in life wish they had taken better care of themselves throughout their life because they could then enjoy their latter years to a greater extent because their health is at a higher level. But you get to this point and you realize, okay, I've got a few things that that aren't uh, as good as they should be. What do I do now? And this is really the, the point of today. What, what, what are those things? What are those steps? What are those action steps that we should be doing? The points that I want to make because you've got, a, I've got an approach to take. Uh, if you've been to your primary care doctor and, and your cholesterol is up a little bit or your triglycerides are up a little bit or your blood sugar or your blood pressure up a little bit, most assuredly, they're going to recommend that you take a medication for those abnormalities that are there in your checkup. And sometimes if some of those numbers are extremely out of line, a medication might be appropriate to bring it down. Ultimately, I don't want my patients to have to live on a medication for their cholesterol, their triglycerides, their blood sugar, if they can get that under control by changing their lifestyle. So that's the big thing. But too often, I see with just minor abnormalities, it's just elevated a little bit. And my wife went through this just the other day at her primary care doctor where her cholesterol was up just a little bit. Uh, her triglycerides were up just a little bit. And right away, they recommended taking a medication and gave her the script for it. And my wife, you know, didn't fulfill that prescription and didn't take that because she knows that lifestyle changes are what's going to bring that down. But let's just look at one of those for the sake of discussion, cholesterol. What's the big issue with cholesterol? If your cholesterol is elevated, well, the end result of your cholesterol being elevated is that it can plug up your arteries, for example, and contribute to having a heart attack. If the arteries of your heart get clogged up, 
Uh, your heart can't get the, the blood it needs to be healthy. Your heart has got to beat 24-7, 365 days a year, or you're dead. So it's really an important organ that's got to keep working well. If it stops working, you are basically dead. So cholesterol can contribute to plugging up the arteries, especially those around the heart, and you can have a heart attack. 50% of the people that uh, end up with a heart attack, that is their very first symptom is that they have a heart attack and they die. So it's pretty significant. So let's say your cholesterol is elevated a little bit. Is that cholesterol problem that you have actually clogging up your arteries? You know, and your cardiologist can figure this out. They can do the scans. They can determine, are your arteries plugged up or are they open like they should be? And that's really the key. If your arteries are open and you have an elevated cholesterol, your risk of having a heart attack are minimal for that cholesterol problem. There's other things that contribute to a heart attack as well. But way to go at handling this is change your lifestyle. You know what? And that's the things that the six principles that I came up with are really lifestyle changes. How do we how do we follow these rules of health? And what do they do for us? But you come to that fork in the road, either you've got to go down that road of medications or you have to go down that road of let's change your lifestyle. I'm for let's change your lifestyle, not necessarily uh, jump into taking a medication. Now, I'm not anti-medication because medications many times save lives. But if there's a way to take very little medication or if there's a way to have to be able to stop taking it because you've resolved that problem through natural methods, that's what I'm recommending in these situations. So let's take a look at those, those six uh, principles, those six categories, those six uh, steps that uh, make up a proper wellness program, things that we need to focus on. And we'll touch on them uh, very, very briefly, but functional activity. And you might be saying, you know, well, this is this is exercise, and that's a that's a dirty word. We don't like to use that word anymore. So we call it proper functional activity. So it doesn't sound so bad. Most people think of exercise as going to the gym and wearing those cute little outfits with sweatbands and sweating and groaning and moaning and and hurting yourself. And and indeed, that's what a lot of people do. They go to the gym and they hurt themselves. Um, but we're not talking about that. We're just talking about getting moving. Our body was designed to get moving. And you might say, well, you know, I got a bad hip or I got a bad knee or some other orthopedic issue that prevents you from doing that. I can assure you that there is some activity that you can do to get your heart rate going, get you moving in some way. I have a bad hip, so I, there are certain things I can't do, um, but there's a lot I can do. So I try to do those things. I get in the pool, I ride my bike. I can do some walking. You know, I still do all of those kinds of things. There are just certain activities that I really don't like. I have to stay away from those. And most assuredly, if you have some type of, of issue, I would number one also say, and we'll get to that because proper structure is what we're talking about when you have an orthopedic issue, but get moving. We got to get moving. We got to get our heart rate going. Um, there are so many things that you can do to get your heart rate going. And that's what we're talking about. But you got to move. You got to move it or you lose it. So proper functional activity, sitting around all day uh, is bad for a number of reasons. So uh, number two is proper nutrition. Um, this can be rocket science if you want to go online and you'll find all kinds of stuff on nutrition and many of it will be confusing to you, but it's very simple. 
Um, if you looked at your own uh, diet, what you are consuming, I can assure you, you could pick up three or four things in there that you're like, mm, you know, that's not that's not too healthy. Uh, your donut for breakfast, uh, the bowl of ice cream at night, you know, some of the high carbohydrate meals that you eat. It's pretty simple. Fresh fruit, fresh vegetables, lean meat. Uh, and if you follow that most of the time, you're going to get along really well. Now, there's some specific things that, that we need to talk about in the area of nutrition. But for this particular talk, it's just cleaning it up. Clean out the junk. This is what I do. Uh, and a very interesting story because we, we just had the 4th of July celebration. I basically went for a whole month, pretty clean diet. You know, I, I had gradually let some things get into my diet that shouldn't be there. And I was feeling the effects of this. I felt sluggish. Uh, my joints were hurting and my weight was up. And I said, you know, I got to walk my talk here. I'm just going to clean it up. And I did real easily for a month, just cleaned it up. I've lost some weight. I was feeling great. And then and then we went to some friend's house for the 4th of July and everybody brought some food. And, you know, I, I, I partake in, in some of those things that I know that I shouldn't. And sure enough, it hit me like overnight, the very next day, yesterday, I felt like crud all day long. I ended up getting a headache and I just, my joints hurt. Oh, I felt terrible. And I said, that will be the last time I will do that. Because um, it, it was so night and day clear. So I'm back to uh, just cleaning up my diet. I keep it simple. Uh, fresh fruit, fresh vegetables, lean meat. You know, I, I eat fish. I eat steak. I eat chicken. I eat lots of different types of meat. Uh, if I have pasta, for example, I just have a very small portion of it. My wife and I went out to a wonderful Italian restaurant the other night with some friends. Had a nice big salad. Had a little bitty bit of pasta. Not a big deal. But uh, clean it up is the main thing. Cut out that junk. Plenty of water. I drink water all day long to flush everything out. But clean up your diet. Proper rest is number three. We gotta we gotta let our body rejuvenate. Uh, too many of us uh, don't get proper rest for a number of reasons. But you gotta figure it out. How can you get a good night's rest? Uh, your body requires it. Everybody needs a little bit different, but. Uh, whether it's six to eight hours. Some people tell me they need 10 hours of sleep. Okay, that's what you need, 10 hours of sleep. I, I don't need that much, but we've got to sleep good all night long. Most every night, I pretty much sleep through the night and, and wake up feeling refreshed. And that's what we want from a proper night's rest, but we've got to have it. Uh, proper mental, emotional, spiritual well-being is number four. Big area where stress, stress we know, and anyone in general conversation, we can talk to them, knows that stress is a, is a big negative on your overall well-being. But we got to figure out what's causing me to be stressed out. A lot of times it is self-imposed stress. We're worrying about things that are totally beyond our control. Uh, now, there's obviously a lot of things that are going on in our world today that uh, we can be stressed out at. Um, I tend to just not do it. You know, there's things that are beyond my control and it's going to be what it is, whether it's politics or whatever else uh, is going on, our economy, uh, many different things uh, to be concerned about out there in the world, uh, even coming close to home, your family and, and family struggles. But there are things that we can deal with. A lot of uh, a lot of uh, interpersonal relationships are are in a toilet, so to speak, because we, we've just not communicated and we want to be right in these situations. It's not worth uh, winning those things. Uh, just uh, forgive 
and forget and move on in many of these situations, even when you've been done wrong to, it's not worth holding on to some of these things because it will eat you up from the inside. And there have been so many links between stress and blood pressure problems, cholesterol problems, cancer problems, all of these different things, stress contributes to it's not worth it. So proper mental, emotional, and spiritual well-being is part of wellness that many people don't realize they ignore it and they think somehow they can be well with all this going on. Number five, proper structure. We mentioned if you know you have a bad hip or something like I do. Now I, I do say I have a bad hip, but I don't ignore that bad hip either. I do lots of things every day to try to keep that hip that's basically degenerating from usage um, and genetically, my dad has uh, terrible arthritis and I've inherited some of this where my joints have deteriorated, even though I take very good care of them. And it's the other reason that I said, you know, I've put on about 10 pounds more than I need to. Let's get that 10 pounds off because it's going to take off some of the weight and stress on my hip, as well as every other part of my body as well. But proper structure the structure of our body, where we got things that are going wrong, our body has nerve endings that are picking up this physical stress from these physical problems. And it is a negative on our overall well-being and our nervous system. This is a very complex uh, uh, explanation of it, but I'm trying to simplify it so you understand that it's not just your hip pain, your back pain, your neck pain, that that is a case, but it contributes to your overall well-being and lowers your health index because you have those things going on. So you need to rectify those particular problems, the structure of your body. Don't ignore those things. Do something about them because they're impacting you to a greater degree than you realize. And number six is purging toxins. Um, and toxins, you think of all kinds of things. But uh, a couple of things you're probably not even aware of, foods. Foods are toxic if you eat the wrong foods. You know, a lot of this processed food has all kinds of stuff in it. But we already talked about uh, inflammatory foods that cause your body to have an inflammatory reaction. You know, these are the, the sugars are, are inflammatory foods. We also have gluten for a lot of people. They can't tolerate it. They don't realize that it. it's causing inflammation within their body. You know, so foods can be. That's why I clean it up. When I clean up my diet and go back to basics, fresh fruit, fresh vegetables, lean meat, you know, I start feeling better. My All of my joints feel better because some of the ones I was eating were toxic. But there's other toxins. And another one that I touched on, on how do we deal with these overall wellness problems? Is it with a medication or is it with a lifestyle? Medications all have side effects. Did you hear that? They all have side effects. Those are negative things that take place inside your body. There's a whole long list of them. If anybody, if you if you don't realize this, I don't know what rock you've been living under, but just turn on the TV for an hour in the evening. Every other commercial is going to be a medication from the pharmaceutical industry. Um, and they have to tell you all the side effects and they give you a whole bunch of them during every single commercial that you ought to realize that Oh, they, they may try to do something good, but they always do one or two things that aren't so good. So I'm not anti-medical but or anti-medication, but you want to take as little as possible. So get your lifestyle, follow the, the steps of wellness that we just went through so you don't have to take medications or you have to take very little in the area of medications because they are toxic. But we have alcohol, tobacco is another of these toxins that 
that we can uh, take, you know, knowingly, uh, you know, some of these uh, cigarettes have, I think it's like 60 different carcinogens in each cigarette, the different chemicals that are in there. So people go to vaping while well, they only have 48 uh, carcinogenic things. It's less. It's a better alternative. Well, both are bad for you. Sorry to say that, but they're both bad for you. And there's other things in our environment, in our homes, where we have water intrusion, especially down here in Florida, a lot of different molds that are toxic and create uh, toxins within your body that for some people can be devastating to their overall health. Um, we've talked about this, uh, that particular topic, all of these here on uh, Coffee with a Doc on a, on a number of different occasions. So what do we do? What are those action steps? This can be overwhelming. Oh my goodness, I got to do everything. Oh, and you don't do anything. Hey, pick one. Just pick one. I'd recommend, you know, proper functional activity. You know, get moving. If you're if you're in a sedate lifestyle, you just sit around most of the day, you know, start moving. That'll be the first thing. Because as you start moving, it's going to help you to feel better. Your muscles are going to feel better. Now, don't go out and start running. You know, just start walking. Get on a bicycle. Go to the pool. Move around the pool. But get some activity. Start out very slowly if you haven't done anything in a while and work your way up to where you just have a moderate amount of activity. Vary it. Do a bike one day. Do a pool one day. Walk one day. Do all kinds of different things. It uses different muscle groups, but the purpose is to get your heart rate going. So you can have some cardiac fitness. Cardiac fitness gets blood, oxygenated blood, allows your heart to work better, gets it out to all of the systems of your body. So if you had to do one thing, start getting moving. Number two would be then to start working on your nutrition, start cleaning up your nutrition. Working on those two things is going to create an unbelievable difference in your overall wellness. And because you're doing those two things, you're probably going to rest better as a consequence of that. Also, proper nutrition and proper exercise improves your overall mental and emotional well-being. So you're starting to take care of that. Your structure is starting to feel better as well. And you can start getting off some medications and getting rid of some of those toxins. So focus on the first two. Keep it simple. Take little baby steps in these areas. Start cleaning up your diet step by step. Drink lots of water each and every day. That really, really makes a big difference. So we're at our six-month time. We've just gotten through uh, the big holiday of the summer, uh, 4th of July, where we get together and and eat and just have a great time. Now it's time to look at, you know, how are we doing on those on those assessments that you did back in January of your overall health and well-being? Are you doing pretty good or do you need to make some corrections in your course you're taking? Your health is worth it. You are worth it to, to be healthy. Trust me, I see plenty of people in my practice and my chiropractic office that have not taken care of their health and they are suffering tremendous consequences, even as young as getting into their 60s and 70s. Some of them can barely do anything because they've their health has deteriorated to such an extent. They've let themselves go over the years. So don't let that happen to you. But even if you're in that category, there is hope and we're here to help you. We would love to. You can find us on the web at drglennschafer.com. We would love to sit down with you and just do an assessment, see where you're at. We can do a little coaching for you, guide you along the way uh, to your wellness. We would love to do that for you. I hope this has been beneficial. Uh, Coffee with a Doc, again, brought to you by BaristaCoffeeUSA.com. Check those guys out. They got some good stuff there. Uh, a little bit of coffee every day is, is supposedly good for you. So I'm going with that one. 
but anyway, we uh, appreciate you listening today and tune in again next week. We are trying to get a, a couple of guests on here with the 4th of July holiday. Uh, I got uh, kind of uh, in the weeds on that, uh, but uh, I know that we will get them in here soon. You'll enjoy uh, some of our guests that we're going to have on the show. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening to Coffee with the Doc, hosted by Dr. Glenn Schaefer. To learn more about Dr. Schaefer, go to www.drglennschaefer.com. That's D-R-G-L-E-N-S-C-H-A-F-F-E-R.com. Or call 239-267-3133. You can also visit him at San Carlos Chiropractic, 19150 Acorn Road in Estero, Florida.